change is here and it's happening. And so how do we go about it? Are we going to do change with um, rigidity and fear or being pissed? Or are we going to do it and do it as gracefully as possible mm. with empathy, with compassion, with reverence? Like, oh, there's a lot coming through around having just deep, deep respect for our earth and the planet and all of us as a collective and that we are also mm. different and embracing our differences. And yet, gosh, we're not here to be like everyone else, right? And we're here supposed to be our authentic selves. And we can unite in that way where there isn't that level of I am higher and you are lower. I believe that each and every one of us has the power within ourselves to create the life that we really want. And I wanna help give you the tools to make that happen. I'm Danica Patrick and I'm Pretty Intense. So a word that I feel like probably everyone is dealing with at a high level and ha has been dealing with at a high level in 2020 is change. And so I think this is a great word that you brought up that we should talk about. And, you know, we've talked about transition and some other words, and you made a really good point of how change is different than transition. And I think that, you know, like you said, change is so much more sudden. Mm -hmm. And, um, and so I just I think it's a great word to talk about. I think that it's the most probably, it's probably the biggest thing that everyone's dealing with, whether it's mm -hmm. kids at home, work, work, losing your job, um, how you get your groceries. If you traveled, now you're not. I mean, there's so many things that have changed in 2020. And uh, it's, you know, it's definitely a year of adapting. And mm -hmm. so like, how do we adapt to change? How do we feel about change? How do we deal with change? And, um, you know, what is it teaching us about ourselves when things change? That's a good and question. Sh and shoot, what's, <laughs> what is it teaching us about ourselves that needed to change? Yeah. Because I think 2020, while it's, um, you know, everybody, you know, it's like laugh, you come into the year, like it's going to be perfect year, perfect vision. Everything's going to be perfect, you know, perfect vision, <laughs> like all the glasses with the 2020. But the yeah. thing is, is that it is, it actually is like, look at how many, how many truths have been revealed about mm -hmm you know, uh, institutions or, uh, social dynamics or, um, relationships or who we are, what we want. Um, there's been a lot of truths that have come out. Uh, I, I, you know, this is a little bit of a hippie sort of thing to say, but it's, um, it's that timelines are moving so fast right now. Like it's the idea that there's, in, you know, infinite amount of timelines kind of existing at the same point at the same time and depends on what decision you make sort of transitions into a different timeline um sort of timeline dimension and so we have we are we are clearly accelerating through timelines like mm. things are happening so fast i mean when you chronologically go through what the hell has gone on in 2020 that's true like i mean shoot it started off with fires in australia and like mm -hmm. that seems like like almost forgotten at this point in time because so much has happened. And then you think nothing else can happen. And then the whole state's on fire. And then, you know, like you can't, it's just been a year. So, uh, you know, is change something uh, that 
is comfortable for you? Like, I mean, has what has changed for you maybe is maybe more important or how do you feel about it? Or what is it about the word change that you really, why did you mention that you want to say the word change? There's probably something sitting right there that you want to talk about. Well, I mean, a lot's changed in my life. A lot's changing with my, um, through this, this year, through this experience, like you said, it's almost forcing people into change. I mean, there's, there, there was no choice in it, you know, and we had to adapt and, and, um, from businesses to families, to relationships, to, um, you know, our climate, to, uh, uncomfortable discussions and anger and joy and sadness and confusion. I just feel that there, it, it almost is like a year of feeling super intense mm -hmm. feelings mm -hmm. that maybe, um, not all of us have been, have been feeling right. Or ever mm -hmm. been, been, been asked to feel in this way. And it's asked us to change. And I think that there are things that are happening and we are changing. And I think there are some things where it's kind of like we're waiting, right? We're just waiting to see which way it's going to go. But um, things like, you know, when we were all quarantined here, you know, in the United States and seeing our blue skies bluer than we had ever experienced. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. <laughs> um, something that simple. And yet it was, I mean, it, I can't imagine, I can only speak on what it felt like for me, let alone for everyone else, what it was like. You know, my, my stepdaughter is um, moved to Asheville, North Carolina. She's 12, 27 years old and she was alone out there, but has a great group of community of friends. So, but we didn't have children in our house so where they were in school and then they had to be um, with us. I can't imagine what that's like because I didn't have that. So it was just my husband and myself. Um, and we were working on a lot of stuff on our marriage earlier this year in February. I mean, there was a lot of truths that came through from me through um, the work that I've been doing. And this we're is always a little ahead of the curve. So <laughs> little did I know it's like, gosh, I mean, it literally had right three weeks afterwards. And then, and then, you know, um, COVID really hit us and shook us. And then, you know, we had the, the closures and, but yeah, so, so Ben and I kind of had a, we were a little not ahead, but we were in some really uncomfortable space. Mm -hmm. And then we were like locked together for 30 days. And thankfully we had some of the tools that we have been working with, not only throughout the years, but there was a brutal time in February where I was asked being asked of myself to speak as truthfully as I can about all these feelings that I had been having or that had had and was burying or holding or not wanting to acknowledge myself. So we kind of use that time to deepen our relationship in that vulnerable space. It was asking my husband, um, as I spoke those truths in February, it was asking him to do his own work and not just our marriage therapy and not just um, his own individual work that he does through books and, and yoga and meditation. His own practice is great, but for him to have someone to work with to help open him up in a way um, so he and I could communicate at a new level um, really from his heart. Mm -hmm. We were very lucky with that because things could have been very different if we didn't have that foundation going into that quarantine, because I've known so many relationships, um, of all kinds that have changed since we've, we had to be home or since we're not going to work. So there's good and bad. I mean, there's, there's good things. And then there's people who have lost their lives and it's, it's how do we sit in that and how do we hold the hope 
how do we continue to know that every day is a new day and we just feel that there's something here that is showing us something and if you can take it in that way um have gratitude um for having the slower not working you know for those those times and being able to kind of sit and process but um at the same time you know the empathy and compassion for those who have lost lives and um where other things have uncovered themselves like addiction and um maybe the feelings that we just haven't wanted to really be in it's like it's the, the, the discomfort was so extreme that I think it has brought a lot of light onto some dark that mm. was in, um, whether it's within ourselves or in our households or what's happening around um, everything. I think that change has um, also highlighted how important it is to flow and allow, which mm. is something I feel like we all just really struggle with. You know, like yeah. we, we, we like our comfort zones. Um, we we not only like our comfortable familiar patterns but we also like our comfortable familiar um emotional sort of cocktails that we um we have when we repeat certain situations um, totally. over and over again emotionally or dynamically with people so um that's probably way too much for this but um but but we like familiarity and yeah. so um i i know for myself like certain things that'll ha that have happened this year that i've done you know better job of is that when someone has to reschedule a podcast or when some trip gets canceled or when someone needs more time for something um and they're like oh i'm sorry xyz this and i go hmm, oh that's okay i'm like it's 2020 <laughs> everybody's doing their best like it yeah. gives you like it's it's while you know i usually you know, I have this expression, it's a little bit straightforward, but expectations are a motherfucker. And that's because it's like my stupid example of about expectations is that um, it's flying. There's not a lot of people that just love flying. Like I think people can kind of enjoy like going, but, but like to like the experience of regular flying is, I think it's why it's so bad is because they almost never exceed your expectations. I think that's why Southwest caught on because they're like, oh, wow, somebody can be funny. That's great. Somebody yeah. makes jokes and somebody's sarcastic. That's fun. Um, but, you know, I, I think that uh, I think that generally when you go fly, like you, you don't even if you land early, you sometimes have to just wait for your gate. <laughs> but you like never take off early. You very rarely get, you know, get yeah. get landed in somewhere like way earlier than you think other than, you know. 15 minutes. And so, you know, you generally get what you sign up for. So you're only usually disappointed. <laughs> There's true. really not a lot of opportunity to have your expectation levels exceeded. So anyway, back to expectations are a mofo is that, um, <laughs> that we have to learn how to allow things to change. To change and so one plan. of the things that I've actually like, well, I mean, so much has changed this year for sure um, for myself, like everyone. But, um, you know, I, I mean, my life is I I'm done saying this because I don't want this to really not, I mean, it, it. my life changes in ways that I would never expect every couple of years. Mm -hmm. You probably heard me say that a few mm -hmm. times. Yep. And it's it has been true for a very long time. Mm -hmm. And um, part of it is a, is is like scary and I don't really want it to be so dramatic anymore. Yeah. Um, but I also think it's because I'm always, you know, there's an allowance for growth. And I'm, I, I realized I also do everything fast. 
And I know that sounds probably pretty stupid because I was a race car driver, but I do. I eat fast. I can talk fast. I think fast. I get in touch with my soul fast. I um, know truth fast. I I cook fast. Like, I mean, like everything I do, I do fast and I process fast Mm -hmm. and um, I grow fast. And so I, you know, have had to kind of get a little bit familiar with change um, because I've had so much of it, but um, it doesn't mean that the rate at which it's happening this year is comfortable. Like it's not, right. it's, you know, cause it's just, you're being dropped in the deep end. You don't get a time. You don't get, you're not getting time this year to really be familiar with an environment before it shifts and transitions again, or because, or before something gets stacked on top of it. Right right? Like another thing. It might not be that thing changing again, but you just might have another thing to deal with. And so, you know, I guess if I'm going to encompass like, what's the lesson like this year has been like, I think I've had so many lessons in empathy is that to just understand for myself or for other people, that if things are changing and shifting, you know, to just like allow things with love and empathy and grace and just trying to trust that everything that's meant to come our way is and you know i mean if you're being a dick you're probably going to get bad things but if you're really trying to practice like you know being kind and loving which i think most people are inherently good then understand that you know healing and growth and you know good things are on its way and just kind of trusting it's like a trusting and allowing year right and we talk a lot about flow and we've never done that we haven't done that word but i think flow could be its own episode because it's kind of its own thing Mm -hmm. but it's in there right to just allow instead of so being so rigid with things why does something have to be one way right? Why start? I think that's the thing that's happening this year too. Why? Like ask yourself, why does it have to, why do I have to go to an office? I think a lot of people are like, oh wow, I can work from home. You're seeing people leaving big cities at a rapid rate, going to some, some sort of second size cities, third size cities to, you know, like have a better lifestyle and something more affordable maybe. And just, there's people that are like, like, you know, really allow, like allow these changes to come into your life and shine and and just um, show you a different way. And it doesn't mean that you have to stick with it. It can go back or it can take new form from what it is right now, but maybe it's better. Well, I think that everything you said is spot on. I mean, expectations just to kind of circle back to that, um, being a motherfucker. It's like, (laughs) I love it. And it's true because when you put expectations on things, I mean, expectations are different than goals, but our ego likes to use expectations. And so when we do that, it doesn't, it it creates rigidity. It creates more of like, like a competition or if it's, it, it allows for more judgment to come in because life and this experience that we're having, we are being schooled majorly that this is not about there is a fix or expectations, or we can hope, we can unite, we can come together as a collective, we can do whatever we can, we can empathize more and Mm. hold more compassion, Mm. but putting like, you know, well, it better be here. And if it's not, we're, we're all doomed. It's like, it's just, it can put you in such a space of fear. And I think like, 
being contracted that you can't flow. Um, so there's that level. And, mm. and I, I think that, um, I just, I love that you brought up expectations because it's something that I had to let go of a couple of years ago. And I wasn't even aware that I was putting these super high, high level expectations onto things. Um, and when you do that, it doesn't allow for flow and it is super rigid and it doesn't allow for mistakes. It doesn't allow for, um, um, just the humanness and that we are not supposed to be perfect and we're not supposed to be getting it right every time <laughs> as much as we want to right on a small or grand scale of things. If we're okay to just be and be in the discomfort and learn what lessons are coming through. Like you said, a lot of people are saying they're changing their lifestyle. They're moving differently because they can work remotely. Um, I wonder what, how it's kind of going to look on the corporate side of things with all the big buildings that we have. Oh man. Yeah. I had this discussion with my dad and I was like, I wonder what they're going to do with those because I would think for corporations, it would be more affordable probably to have some people work from home, um, you know, and not paying that large overhead. Um, anyways, that's just an interesting, I was just like, that's good. This is going to be interesting. And then what can we do good with that and dream in and have some new, um, I don't know, just, some. just, just a new way of being. Um, so I do think that the, the pause has, we've, it's asked for change. We are changing, whether it's within our family household, in our relationship dynamics, within our work, within our environment, change is here and it's happening. And so how do we go about it? Are we going to do change with, um, rigidity and fear or being pissed or are we going to do it and do it as gracefully as possible Mm -hmm. with empathy with compassion with reverence i feel there's a lot coming through around having just deep deep respect for our earth and the planet and all of us as a collective and that we are also Mm -hmm. different and embracing our differences and yet gosh, we're not here to be like everyone else. Right. And we're here supposed to be our authentic selves and we can unite in that way where there isn't that level of I am higher and you are lower. Um, so yeah, it's brought in so much around that. Um, and I, myself, I'm looking to switch my, my living situation. And you know, that I've been here for 22 years. Mm -hmm. Um, so I'm looking to move to Colorado and, and have been feeling into that. And I've actually been able to have the space to feel into it because, um, because business has slowed down, um, for me here, I've had the time to feel into other spaces. So that's where I'm like, how can I find the gratitude versus things have shifted, um, for the company that I have. Mm -hmm. And, um, what can I do with that? And my mom's my business partner and she and I just really have been asked to be truthful with each other and how we're feeling within this unknown space and what direction do we want to go and, and, and being truthful in that space with compassion and empathy and reverence. So, Mm -hmm. so yeah, it's, it's, um, changes here. (laughs) I feel like what we could each talk about, like, the like final idea on change to sort of make it good is to just simply talk about perspective. Mm-hmm. And so we have the ability to look at something and this is why stories, old, old stories, imagine how much they change. But then when you realize that you and I could be observing the same situation at the exact, the, the exact same, the exact situation at the same time. And you and I will each have a different story to tell from it. 
So that depends on our lens. That. That, is our, that. that is our lens. And we yeah. all see the world through our own private lens. Mm -hmm. And it's exclusive to you only. And it colors everything that you do and everything you see and everything that you experience. And so we have the ability then to shift that wherever and however we, we want to, or sometimes we need to. And so <clears throat> I think that what we can do is change the way that we look at change and, yeah. and shift our perspective to, to going. Cause like one of the things I think that's really sustained me in my life and allowed, as I've said, you know, this is like, I've had so much change is that I immediately think of it like, oh shit. And then I think, well, maybe it's going to be better than I could ever expect yeah. because I'm only able to like, I like, I mean, I'm no different than anyone else. You know, familiarity is nice, but, um, but, but I also have had an, you know, I also have the perspective that it could be better than I could ever expect. And since I can't, since I'm not there yet, and, and let's say there is the better, the better is coming, which it usually is. Um, let's say that, I, I mean, I've never experienced that. Otherwise I'd know, otherwise I'd be excited about it. And yeah. so I think with change, it's not actually that we're so afraid of change. Let's see. Oh. Um, <laughs> um, I think that I think that it's actually more about mourning the death of what's going. That's true, right? So yeah. with when some something changes, you just like you can look at it like, okay, something like I don't think we're all so so scared of change. It's that we're afraid. It's that we're leaving something behind, and there is a death happening. Mm -hmm. And that's so also when, so familiar too. So we know yeah. it so well. So that's what that death. It's oh, like, yeah, oh, it's you're losing what we exactly love familiarity. Right. Yeah. But what if it could be better? And so, um, so, you know, it's more maybe about kind of honoring where you've been and having the perspective that it could be better than I could ever expect. Just start telling yourself that, you know, fake it till you believe it. I very much believe that you can do that. And so, um, you know, we can learn through repetition. So if you just say that to yourself enough, you'll start to believe it. Yeah. And um, I mean, that's how subconscious, that's how your subconscious is programmed. Like, you know, the simple example is like, you know, when you're learning how to walk, you got to really think about it, mm -hmm. but then you don't think at all how to walk now once you're an adult because, or much younger than an adult, because your subconscious, subconscious, subconsciousness has programmed it just like it's programmed how you drive to work every day. If you, well, yeah. of course that's changed, but, um, <laughs> but these are the things that like, there's a lot of things that get programmed. And so, yeah. um, we need to reprogram and you, you know, one of the ways of doing that is through repetition. And so, uh, that's why they tell you to do something for 30 days or 60, you know, like they like do yeah. this for 21 days. Um, cause they want, you know, it's about the repetition that helps you to, to make that change. It's like rewiring, reprogramming your brain is what you really need to do. So, um, yeah. So I think that it's really just about looking at change in a different way. Some people look at change as a good thing and some people look at it as a bad thing. And um, I think we get to choose. And if we can see more of the opportunity and what is good about change or the unknown of change, but the good of the unknown, right? Like we can 
manifest if we can, whatever that can be and finding the gratitude in the change that will support. So it's not like we're totally like, it's like really find those little nuggets Mm -hmm. of where can you find those real tangible gratitude places, because those are the seeds that are going to be planted that open up the subconscious to really create that level of like, let's rewire those neural pathways and, and create a new future that just like you said, is very unknown to us. And what we don't know can be extremely scary. Um, So there's a level of surrender. There's Mm -hmm. a level of flow, Mm -hmm. letting go of the judgment. And definitely what you said, changing our relationship, changing our relationship with change, like how we feel about it. And if we can see that and really have like, you you know, a new lens um, and being open to sit with that, and also know that we can change again and change again. I mean, that's all, it's a part of our free will is mm-hmm. that we have the ability to do that. Mm-hmm. So, um, yeah. Yeah. It's a powerful year. Sure is a powerful <laughs> year. <laughs> what a time to be alive. That's what I've said so many times. Sometimes I maybe didn't say that so often, but <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but it is, but it time. is, it is. It's an incredible, pretty amazing time, time, to, time be, to be alive, to be alive. And we're all in this together. I'm glad I have you I'm glad I have with you. me and we're, we're together sharing teacher. Yeah. Thanks everybody for listening to the pretty intense podcast today. I hope you enjoyed it. If you like what you heard today and you want to hear more, please click on the subscribe button.